Welcome to Toast in the Morning. It is now time to put on your big boy pants. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. How are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing good. How about yourself, kid? Doing great. We're getting a lot of content coming. I'm excited because we got not only college basketball, we got football coming up. We got oh, a lot of stuff. I'm especially, I've been watching a lot of film. NFL Game Pass has been humongous for us. It's pretty clutch. I've been watching a lot of the film. The angles are my favorite thing. Yeah. Well, I remember you were like, when you first started watching the game, uh, the coaches film, you're like, oh, why is it on like this angle? No, it wasn't. No, why is this angle? I said, why is there no audio? That's the only thing that was. Oh, yeah. I don't care about the the angles are sick, but the the audio is amazing because I just like hearing a little something. You don't get anything. You don't get anything. It's just you and the film. It, it's like watching uh, old huddle films. That's facts. You know, but there's no circles going all, all exactly, over the and, and like cool effects to, and and your GPA. So, fair, yeah, fair, very fair. But yeah, shout out NFL Game Pass. Great, great uh, service. Well, great that my fire alarm for some reason. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's we're, good. We're dying out here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, what? let's open up a little bit about college basketball because you know, as we know, my boys, first time in thirty years, we get we get to see a uh, we get you get to see Jersey in the tournament. It's like exciting. I know you know you're a Rutgers man, and you joined us at the the good old university. You know, this is this yeah, is a yeah, big yeah. time for the school. Yeah. Even growing I, I, up in Jersey, I've always rooted for Rutgers without going to the school, so it's it's exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I jumped on the band. That's the reason why I obviously committed to this school because of obviously the basketball success. Obviously, so of course. Of course, yeah, exactly. We think I wasn't. Come on, no, but it's exciting though. We face Clemson as a seven seed. Rutgers comes in at a ten seed. I think once again, without that, we had a huge losing streak in the middle. I think you know, without a couple of injuries, Rutgers ranks a lot higher in the tournament. And but forget about that. I think we come in at a good spot to face not that great. The Clemson, don't get me wrong, Clemson is a great basketball team. But at a seven seed, there are, I feel like we've had a lot more difficult comp- competition than they've had coming out of the Big Ten facing teams like Michigan, Iowa, Ohio State, some real damn good basketball schools. So I think Rutgers stands a real chance. Obviously, I went a little bold, sent them to the Sweet 16, but not too bold. Like I could be like completely delusional, put them in my Final Four, but I went like, like right in the middle where it's like it's bold but possible. Possibly bold. I want my boy, you know, Jacob Young, Ron Harper. Uh, I want yes, to see them ball yes, out. Yep. You see our, our you know, uh, Randolph native. Uh, Luke Nathan. Luke Nathan. Did Seen Hall make the tournament? No, right? No, they did not. So. Because then we would have seen another uh, Randolph native in Bryce Aiken in the tournament. Right. Because he transferred to Seen Hall. Right. Because he's been at Harvard all those years. Great establishment. The best is you saw those clips on ESPN. He said, I never miss those, miss two free throws. No, I I don't remember. You never see that? Well, this it was recently. He was perfect (laughs) the entire college basketball season on free throws. And he got up to the line and went, I never miss, and proceeded to miss the next two free throws. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Now I know. Now I know what you're talking about. You know, if you went to Randolph High School, that would have never happened. But, you know. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But yeah, who's, uh, your, who's your favorite for the uh, for the tournament this year? Who are you feeling? So we got Illinois. That's my the same, favorite. That, that's I, my I have, favorite too. Yeah, like 
They're so was, good. They I, was got I was very biased because I had a lot of Big Ten teams going deep just because I watched them through the whole year. So my favorites were between like I was struggling between Michigan and Illinois. But I, even though I say that I didn't have Michigan to my final four because I don't want to get too crazy with it. Yeah. Uh, one team I had really go another Big Ten team go real deep was Iowa. Watching Luca Garza yeah. play all year, he's been an absolute baller. I, like teams like that who have extended seniors usually go real deep into the tournament. You got some experience, you know, developed guys that have been with the program for a while, really well coached programs. So I had like, so my final four came down to Iowa, Texas, Ohio state, and Illinois. So I'm very excited okay. to see where this goes. Uh, Texas. I, I don't know. I had this weird feeling about them. It also might be, be because as an Instagram, I follow Katie on Instagram and that man posts oh, the living shit out of Texas on his Instagram or on his stories. Like you see like, yeah, so like he went there. No, that's what I'm saying. For that reason, that's why he went there. So I kind of just, once again, it's just been in the back of my brain. So I'm like, honestly, let's see what Texas can do. I had them surprisingly beat Michigan. But I think the real game changer for Michigan is, I'm forgetting his name off the top of my head, but it's the center they have. He's a freshman. Dickinson? Yeah. He's like, she was like second or third in all of college basketball and field goal percentage, like close to 70%. Yeah. He's just unbelievable. Yeah. He's a big that you want to see in the league. He's ridiculous. So how he plays really high comes down. They have a couple of huge seniors that could really make a difference in the tournament and I'm excited to see it once again yeah, for sure all the jerseys behind Rutgers it's been 30 years should have made we will not even should have we would have made it last year you know obviously there's a global pandemic but the best home yeah. record in the nation but you know it's finally nice to see them here all those days that we I've been in the rack watching those basketball games from them rack. going my freshman year to being a very mediocre program to now like coming to their own as a develop basketball school as much as the school wants them to be a football school they've really come to their own as a basketball school so it, it's just huge it's uh i'm gonna be glued to that screen during that game you're gonna see me going through emotions sure for sure hope you get through it kid beautiful beautiful yeah i love basketball this is the best time of the year of course like march it's like it's all comes together you know we just had st patrick's day now we're going into the spring with some nice weather obviously and college obviously basketball free so it all comes into fruition yeah Obviously, you know, me and me and Pete, huge Catholics, obviously. We obviously celebrated <laughs> proud Irishman, you know. Your mother just burst through the doors like, what did you just say? <laughs> and, and, and Big Pete comes in, uh, big guy. What? What? Yeah. What time what time do we play tomorrow? Because that, that's the only thing I don't remember is what time we play. I don't know. <laughs> Check right now. I could just right. scroll down to the game on my bracket, hit a little I for info. 9.20 p.m. Oh, we got a late game. Oh, we got we got the uh, we got the closer. We got the main event. 3.19. Beautiful. I'm like, let me tell you, I'm very excited. This team lives and dies by the three-point shot, depending on what they can shoot from the field is what it comes down to. We got some real dogs. It is going to be such a good game. For sure. I, th- I think I got a real for chance. For sure. Yeah, their only issue this year has been quality wins. Even though they stay in the games, they can never really. They haven't been able to close against the better opponents of the Big Ten. So you've seen multiple losses to Ohio State, Iowa, Illinois. They got absolutely smacked in the tournament. So that's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. And then we got once again with the engineers representing Miles Johnson. Electrical engineer coming out. I've seen him call it. He's a big guy. Let me tell you, him trying to sit in those desks. He's like seven foot. He's like, mm. right. what are you feeling? What, 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 any big, uh, big upsets for you? What are you feeling? 
Yes. Yes, I do. I have. I have Iona beating Alabama round one. Right out the gate? Right out the gate. I, I, there's going to be one big upset, and I think it's going to be that. And I also think Ohio's going to beat Virginia as well. Wait, you think so, Ohio's going to – waste that again? Ohio's also going to beat Virginia. I have that. That was yeah. that was the big one I had. I, they have that real scrappy guard that's in there. I forget. I was looking at his backstory. He was – had zero recruitments out of college. He ended up walking on somehow, somewhere, and he then transferred into – I forget how the exact story was. But they're they're real like they have all the makings of like the players and the story to be one of those exciting Cinderellas. But then I have them losing to Creighton in the next round. So, oh yeah, as you but know. I, I have a couple like little like upsets, but like the big one is definitely I have Iona just because Slick Rick Rick Patino's back with Iona and SEC basketball like. Really, like I'm, I'm not sure. My like, biggest summer Cinderella is Georgetown going to the Sweet 16. So that you know, my boy Ewing, he's been heated. They has the team red hot. They've been exhilarating through their tournament. That's the only way they're here now. They won their tournament by miracle of God, and it's time to move for Georgetown. Yeah, facts. Just Patrick Ewing at the Knicks game. He's all upset they didn't recognize him. Like they asked for his ID, and he was like, "My photos are right behind you." He's like, this is my this is my house. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's that it's that Dolan Petty shit, man. What an absolute shame. Terrible franchise. Yeah. Oh yeah. But they're somehow pretty good now. So they're. But the thing is, though, I feel like Knicks fans are like once again they're overhyped a little bit for the fact that Knicks fans have been absolutely starved for decades. So now they have the little taste of like a borderline all-star and some decent rookies. And they're like, Oh my God, this is it. The Messiah. <laughs> well, yeah, they haven't been good in God knows how long. Look, look at their moment since kid. Ewing was there. Yeah. Just look they, didn't, the they didn't even win when Ewing was there though. Well, probably, probably like, me- like the mellow insanity times, like early 2010s. When's like- the deepest they went in the playoffs with Melo? I don't fucking know. That's what I'm saying. Like, the Knicks have been clinging on to moments and star players, but no winning. Yeah. But on that note, we got a lot to say about some NFL free agency. A lot to say. How are you feeling about where the Dolphins are at? So I want to let me hear what you're feeling. You guys, what? Um, so I'm looking at it right now. You got it. It's like yes. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, one year, five million, max value of seven point five. Whatever. Not bad. That's like that's like okay. We got some depth, right? You lost Fitzpatrick, which you would have liked to see him back. Everyone like he's a fan favorite, but so be it, right? Oh, I don't mind. I don't mind not seeing Fitzpatrick back. I think he wants to be a starter, and I think the Dolphins shouldn't have that distraction again because okay. Fitzpatrick had the distraction. The whole who uh, who's going to start? Yada yada yada. Now you have a, a capable backup in Brissette, and you can just have that conversation die down. Exactly. And then you bring in running back Malcolm Brown. That's one year, 1.75. That's kind of like a whatever to me. If I'm the if I'm Miami, I really want to see them either bring in Chris Carson or Philip Lindsay, depending on the contracts. Cause you obviously we're not paying running backs, you know. Neither, I'm not yeah. a believer. We don't we don't pay backs. We don't we don't, we don't pay backs. We don't we don't do that, 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 that should be a shirt. We don't pay backs. We don't pay backs. Um, so between the two, I think you you said you're more of a Carson fan if you had to go between the two. Yeah. I think when he's healthy, he's like one of the best. He was like one of the most underrated in the game. And I really like I think, a great story, but 
I think Philip is also really underrated in the passing game. He could be really good as yeah. a passing weapon out of the backfield. Yeah. Oh, he's, good. he's a good player. Maybe their plans is to draft through the uh, to get someone through the draft. So you never know. That's a possibility. Definitely. Um, I don't know much about Malcolm Murray either. I don't know much about his game. Apparently, he's a kind of like a power back, kind of like what they wanted in uh, Jordan Howard and Kalen Balage. Obviously, did not work out with those guys. So, and he can add a little bit of versatility, and he adds a little bit of passing game. So, not, and you brought in what? not terrible two offensive tackles. You have Adam Pankey and Isaiah Wilson. Adam Pankey was there was here. Like the past, yeah, no, he was yeah, he was depth. resigned. But I'm saying that I'm yep. talking. Just going through it. Isaiah Wilson, former first round pick last year. You got him with had, a trade with Tennessee Titans, along with a 2022 seven in exchange for a 2021 seven. Yeah, yeah, was absolutely. It. Take a flyer on him, former first round pick. Why not? That's kind of like a see what he can do kind of situation. Exactly. Low risk, low uh, high reward. Like if he ends up being decent, it's a win for the Dolphins. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. Yeah, I think, and then now the biggest signing for them, Will Fuller. I love this deal. I think Will Fuller is under a possible number one, given the right situation. But let's just say he's a good, he's a, he's a good two, right? Yeah, he's uh, he's like a yeah, poor man's a one two. to an upper tier two. Yeah, he's a, so now he's you have a him a one year, ten million. Prove it or lose it. Okay, him across from Devontae Parker and a possible third receiver that you could bring in is going to be a very dangerous combo. And now I don't want to hear anything about two and not having weapons, especially if you bring in another receiver, because okay, this yeah, is going to well, be a good core. I hope so. Oh, they got these guys got to stay healthy. These, these guys got and off the PEDs. Off the PEDs. He's going to miss the week one. So whatever. Exactly. Um, I love Will Fuller back in Notre Dame. He was one of my favorites. It's cool. It's cool to root for him again. So mm-hmm. then you have what Matt Scora that was off a one year deal. I don't. Where's he from? Baltimore. Baltimore. Center. I don't know much about him. I, I've heard mixed thing. A lot of people are, are are mixed on this deal. Uh, Baltimore fans are happy. Like there's some stats that you could see that are like, oh hey, he's pretty good. And some stats like, oh he kind of stinks. So who knows? Uh, the Ted Karras replacement. So who knows how good he is? Uh. I know Baltimore's line used to be pretty decent. Baltimore lost a lot of guys, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, they did. Then you have what Adam Butler. That's on a two-year, nine-point-five million-dollar deal. Uh, good ben- signing, good value signing, right there. Yeah, no, this just once again, you got him for a good value, so not even mad at it. And you have Ben McKinney. Yeah, on, on a trade with, with Shaq Lawson. Mm-hmm. Great trade, I I think. I like Shaq Lawson, but McKinney's going to bring a lot at that at the mic. He's gonna be a really good player for us. And what do you guys say about Justin Coleman? That's one year, two point seven five million. People were really hard on this deal for some reason on Twitter. People really did not like this deal for because two point seven five. Because it was, it was like, oh, it's another cornerback. Oh, like we need to sign, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, they need someone at that nickel position. I love Nick Needham. Great story, undrafted, one of the few players that stuck around and played regular football from the twenty nineteen team, but. It's the reason why he's an undrafted player. Yeah. And you're going to add some more competition to maybe push him even more. So, and he's had success in the past as like a number two, number three. So, yeah. Yeah. Or even I, possibly some see. of the one of those guys you could possibly get out of free safety. Once again, just put him anywhere in your as one of your D backs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, overall, yeah, it was a, I think that was all the signings so far. And, no, there was, this is the irrelevant one. This is Michael Pallady, punter. Oh yeah, punter. Yeah, yeah, I forgot, forgot. Um, and yeah, 
overall for the signing so far, I like it. It, it wasn't as flashy as last year. I think that was probably the outlier because last year we spent a lot of money. I think now this is like the what we should expect in these dolphin free agencies, which is spend, but spend accordingly and kind of wait a little bit and see how the cards play in, yeah. in your favor. So I think that's how we should expect. And yeah, I thought they didn't do too bad of a job. They didn't overspend, especially in the wide receiver market. They didn't overspend on Nelson Aguilar and Corey Davis. You know, they, they waited and see how the market played out. Because I would rather take a one-year $10 million deal on Will Fuller than three years $35 million on, on Corey Davis. Like, that's a lot of money. I, I know the Jets are desperate, and I get that. I but I, I respect what Chris Greer did and the front office did and just seeing how it all goes and, and strike at that moment. Also, you have a lot of draft picks, so you might find another guy in, in the draft. So That's 100% correct. But now I want to dive into my Giants because I've had very uh, mixed yes. emotions over this free agency. To open it up, they better sign Kenny Galladay in the next day or so because he rumor is he, he, Miami's looking at him and he likes the Giants. But I'll, so far I'll, from I'll, what I'll I've seen, Miami's going to be a team. I, I heard the Bengals are interested. So those are. But I'm saying the, those were his two favorites, is what I heard. But then from that, I've heard that the Giants are actually the ones that aren't sure about the deal. Because they're concerned about not only his injury history, but also his issues that he had in Detroit. Trying to clear up kind of what went down over there and what made him fall out with the organization. Because all they want to do, the last thing they want to do, especially now with Joe Judge, is bring in a locker room cancer. So they're kind of just trying sure. to figure out what was that, that situation over there. Why did things go so toxic so quickly? And well, figuring also, it out D- Detroit during these Patricia era was very toxic. Not the, was not good. Not good. So we'll see from there. But my favorite signing is re-signing Leonard Williams. He got three years, 63, 45 guaranteed. I love to have him back. He's our captain. He's the leader. But then off the same point, we lose on our D end, Dalvin Tomlinson. Once again, well, first let me go back. Leonard Williams produced phenomenally last year and was actually, I think, one of the top three most double team players in the league. It's a phenomenal end. And it's gonna, I think, have even better season this year. And he's a baller. I think he, he gets every penny. I think he's worth the contract. I don't know. It's just a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no, a signing he, bonus But But then at the same time, his cap, because of the franchise tag, and they signed him after that, his cap is going to fall to $11 million, which is honestly not that terrible. It's, it's one of the higher ones, but it could have been a lot worse with the cap, with the franchise tag. Yeah, but I, I, the reason why I'm just not – I'm like a little hesitant is because it's this is like this was his kind of his breakout year and who knows like this is could be his breakout year where he it all works out for him it's just that it's like one year production and you're throwing a lot of money at him and at when I saw those that total I'm like oh Jesus like that's a lot of money it's one of those where it he could be out for it sure. scary but if he continues on the same track even if he doesn't increase if he stays at where he's at he's just worth every cent. Well, who knows how much I haven't, I don't know how the, the contract structured, if it's front loaded, back loaded, whatnot. Uh, I'm not sure. So, who knows? Maybe it's structured well, where if it doesn't work, they can easily maneuver and, and he's get only out 26. of it. 
Yeah, well, yeah, no, for sure. But I'm just saying if it doesn't work out, like how did they structure his contract? Did Dave Gelman said, okay, here's all your money, yada, yada, yada. Or did he have a noggin where it's like, okay, here's your money, but we're going to do some little, you know, little movement. You know, you can restructure. You can you can, uh, you can play with the, the numbers. It's like little, Patrick you know? Mahomes' contract. That contract was phenomenally done. Like he had there at a certain point later in his career, like all the caps falling on earlier. And it's it's weird because at certain points he has zero dead cap at some parts of the contract. Not a lot of it's guaranteed. It's so crazy. They did a phenomenal job for Kansas City. Yeah. It's a very team-friendly contract. They know what they're doing over there. So they got it, but I'm sad we lost Alvin Tomlinson. I think he was a real those two on the D line were huge for our run game. We had a really underrated defense last season, and he was a big part of it, especially as a captain. To sign two years 22 in Minnesota, it's kind of like that kind of sucks, you know. Yeah, I got you. And then we have a bunch of like irrelevant signings. We got Mike Glennon, okay, Devontae Booker. I was like, I don't want a running back, but two years, six million, I guess is whatever. John Ross, they they really teased me. I was listening to the fan in the car. I was driving and go, the Giants just signed a wide receiver. I was like, oh, here it is. Here's Kenny. I'm driving. He goes, there's a one, a one-year deal. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's a prove-it deal. I don't know. Let's see what it is. And they go, John Ross, 2.5 million. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like teased. I was pissed. But and one of, one of the, besides that point, it's kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, high upside, low risk, 2.5 million is whatever. You get a special teams guy and the speed guy, whatever. Yeah. he He's only speed and – that's it. So, and then we got Kyle Rudolph. I kind of I like this deal. Two years, fourteen million. That's the max value. Uh, a leader, another guy to put at the tight end position because God knows Evan Ingram needs some competition. For sure, for sure. Maybe and a lot of people. I was looking at the comments on that post. A lot of people want him out. A lot of people want him traded. Ingram, especially for Pro Bowl season, he's got a lot of value. So a lot of teams would love to have him in there, and he just doesn't fit. I think where the Giants are trying to go. Yeah, yeah. No, Trust no, me, I, I love him. He's no, you, no, he's no, phenomenal I, weapon. I don't know if we use him right, but also at the same time, the amount of plays we misuse him, and then he makes terrible decisions. Like that game against Philly, we're ball right through his hands, ball right through his hands, and another. It's just a lot of it is like I think it's just his time in New York has been very overrated. Like you look is at the it, numbers. Is it overrated though? I'm like, saying that you look. At, I'm saying from an outside perspective, you're on a different team. You're like, oh, look, he made the Pro Bowl. Look at the numbers. Look at the catches. Look at the touchdowns. And he looks like look real solid. Don't get me wrong. He's a phenomenal weapon, phenomenal athlete, good tight end. But then when you really sit there and look at the games, it's like he drops a lot of balls. He's got a real hands issue. There's a lot of times where. It, those are things that don't stop in the stat sheet where it hits him in the hands, gets tipped up and gets an interception. The amount of times I saw yeah. that or like plays where he should at least bat it down and guys are picking the ball off from Daniel Jones or it's going through his hands. And now we have to punt like little things like that. If just, uh, it just realizing pan down. I would love to still have him. Don't get me wrong. I think he still has a chance to become like, take that next step into the upper tier of tight ends in the NFL. Cause he's on, he's like on that tier of like, solid starter right mm-hmm. but i want to see him yeah. take that jump to maybe not like Kittle kelsey but like right around where you know that darren waller and hunter henry those guys well but at the same speak darren wall is going to take that uh, step into being that conversation with Kittle and exactly kelsey, i'm like yeah easy with the darren wall but darren wall was a different but i'm saying like, 
Yeah. That he's a different animal because he's so oversized, has phenomenal hands. Evan Ingram's a different usage because he's almost more of like a Vernon Davis, where he's a speed guy. Yeah, that's that's my best comparison for Isaiah is, is Vernon Davis. Yeah, I'd rather take Vernon Davis now than Evan Ingram now. So you're insane. Now you're just on some different shit. Right nah, now, nah, I'm, I'm not Vernon Davis. Right now, yeah. How old is he? I don't know, probably like mid late thirties. Vernon Davis used to ball out, man. He used to, and primes, yeah. But now nah, you just now I'll, you sound I'll, goofy. T- I'll take him now. You sound goofy. That's like when you told me that you would rather have John Wall or Russell Westbrook. Like that's just embarrassing. Oh, I still do. I still do. Come on. That's thirty six. That I'll take might him. be the worst take you've ever had. No, it isn't. It's not. You've had worse takes. What's your? What do I, you I've had worse take. I thought Adam Gates was a good coach. My worst take is that uh, Josh Allen is going to be a bust. That was my worst take. And I think everyone. I think everyone thought that. You ever seen like if I had to look at all my takes and like what was proven to be true, that was easily my worst take. I thought he was horrific. You know whose quarterback yeah. predictions I was looking at have been weirdly accurate is Chris Sims. A lot of his quarterback predictions were have been phenomenally on point. I heard some of them aren't. For his last like five years, have been pretty accurate. Wait, he ran like coming out of college. He had Lamar as the best quarterback in the draft, followed by Allen, followed by Mayfield, and then he had somebody real. Then yeah, then well, he also had Daniel Jones real low in his draft too. But still, a lot of not a lot of people had Lamar Jackson as the best quarterback coming out of college. He did have Jared Sidham over Tua, so uh, his I mean credibility. You don't know yet. No, I think we do know. Jared Sidham's not like a quarterback. You haven't seen a plane. You also haven't seen Tua play enough. The uh, you don't you don't lock in that you don't lock in the predictions till I say at least three years after. That's stupid. He also had Daniel Jones at six in 2019 under Jared Stidham. Yeah, but Jared Stidham's not better than Tua, man. He didn't have Tua ranked, but it's a completely different draft. No, he had Jordan Love ranked above Tua. Well, that's even more stupid. Like whoever you don't don't know yet. I think we do know. He I hasn't think we played now. He was the third string. He's developing. Oh, boy. I mean, he was so far good about Justin and Joe. At least Justin's so far better than Joe. But he got hurt. Okay. This played. whole notion that, this whole notion with Joe Burrow is like, okay, he had a good rookie season, but was it that good? No, it wasn't that good. Well, I he mean, was like, he let, was let, let's be real. He played in Cincinnati with literally the worst offensive line I think I've seen in a while. <laughs> and AJ Green dropped a million balls. So it's okay that we use that excuse in Cincinnati, but for Tua, don't oh, say we, we like I agree with you that I said get rid of Tua. I'm not. I'm not saying you. I'm saying other people. <laughs> but the thing right. is, though, Burrow I think showed more upside than Tua within the garbage because. Burrow, I think, has well, it, it, the best well, passing accuracy in that class. Well, it's easy to say that because the team was bad for Cincinnati. So it's like, oh, he didn't do anything. But because okay. Tua was in a good team, it's like, oh, he held them back in a sense. You know, although, well, he went six and three, whatever, six and four. Right. Like, but 
whatever, I guess screw winning games. I guess you need to pad your stats. Yeah, so, I don't I don't have a final word about two until the end of the season. This offseason sucks. This offseason for a dolphin as a dolphin fan has been brutal with all those rumors. Oh my but, god. No, 100 percent But also the last thing on Chris Sims quarterback evaluation. I mean, 2018, he had one Lamar, yeah, two Josh Allen, three Baker, four Sam Darnold, five Josh Rosen. Spot on. You could flip Lamar and Josh Allen. And he also said Patrick Mahomes yeah. is the most special quarterback talent. That was spot on. Not a lot of people had him as anything that crazy. It was just kind of cool. I found out like he had like a lot of like at the times, if you were making this prediction, you were like, I don't know about that. Especially Darnold looked like the real deal out of college. But I guess you, it solidifies that USC quarterbacks are kind of ass. Yeah, they are. They are kind of ass. But, um. But off of college quarterbacks, Bama quarterbacks are very weird. Exclude it. Like, I get what you're going to say about two. I don't want to hear it. But, like, uh, yeah, you do want to hear some it. of their quarterbacks that came out in, like, the 80s, 90s, early 2000s were horrific. But they've had, like, a random stint of, like, solid quarterbacks as of late. And I think Mac Jones might be the best one yet. I don't think so. I still think it's Tua. Sorry, sorry, boss. I, it's it's recency bias, man. It's recency bias. I, know, I get it, it's recency it, bias. It, 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 if if the roles were flipped, yeah, I'd probably say Tua is better than Mac Jones. I bet you it's all. You also have favoritism bias. How's that? All right, fair enough. <laughs> but, but, but he's like every every time we talk about Tua, we talk about the same thing. We, Once again, we, I don't we, have a final statement on him yet. Don't get me wrong. But the only thing that gets me concerned about Tua is mobility within the pocket, right? He's like, he because he over, like, Tua in his head thinks he's more athletic than he really is. So sometimes I feel like he tries to make plays within the pocket that, like, Russell Wilson would try to make. For sure. So that is my one concern there. And also, I get, you know, Corvus has succeeded at a size, but it's still a concern. So, like, Drew Brees has succeeded. Kyler Murray has been succeeding. So, it can be done, but it's still a concern. Like, they're the exception, not the rule. Oh, look, there is there's work to do. There is definitely work to do. Like, so the biggest thing is the coaching, which is phenomenal in Miami, so I'm not concerned about that. And the, the weapons that they get. So far, they're doing it. I assume they're going to go get him another weapon in the draft. So, here it is. Prove it or lose it to him. Fair enough. Fair enough. But two is the guy, so relax. He's not the guy. He's I'm not saying he's not the, the guy, guy, but he's not for sure the guy. But what? Uh, why are? Why is now? Why is it now that, like, like the time frame of these quarterbacks are shrinking? Like, why no, is it now? Like, we already cut – Trubisky was already cut off, I think. Another team could have taken a flyer on him, to be brutally honest, instead of him now just sitting behind Josh Allen for a year. That's surprising. That's really surprising. He would like, like, a two-year – like, $2 million deal for a year? That – I think like, he could have gotten a competition for a starting job somewhere else. Yeah, that's a, that was a weird one. Like, why – really Like, one. if I'm Pittsburgh, I'm saying why not. I'm done with it, but they're bringing back Big Ben though. So, but 
If I'm, let's yeah. say, the Jets, why not? Uh, maybe San Francisco. San Fran. A little bit more, a little bit more athletic, slightly athletic, more, a little more athletic than uh, Jimmy G. Maybe that could work with like, Kyle just, Shanahan. Just why not like, Jacksonville? Why not? I know you're gonna bring in Trevor Lawrence, but still, who's their backup? Oh, well, it's Minshew, but apparently they're taking trade offers. Trade I think Minshew, so. if I'm Minshew, I want out. Uh, I don't oh, want yeah. to play with. I want oh, to be yeah. there with Trevor Lawrence. Oh yeah. Well, if I'm Denver, I'm bringing him in. I don't like Drew Locke and bring him competition. Who's going to win it out? Make him fight. Don't get, don't give him any sense of comfort. Yeah, for sure. Well, not LA, not Dallas. Phenomenal contract for Dak Prescott. He got his, he got his bag four year, 160, 126 guaranteed. Great for him. Love to see it. Even as a Giants fan, you love to see it. Philadelphia. Who's been very quiet? They only signed what Andrew Adams, Hassan Ridgeway. Why aren't you bringing trying to bring in maybe in Washington? They got, yeah, they brought in the Ryan Fitzpatrick. You have Heineke possibly drafting a quarterback, so maybe they have different plans. So I give them like a half pass because they brought in Fitzpatrick. Half Half pass, and then who else? Yeah, Detroit, they're fine. Minnesota, Carolina, no, not New England. Cam's their guy. I think they draft a quarterback too. Listen, though, you're paying Cam for the one year, let him play and bring in a guy. I think they really need to draft a quarterback. So you got Tampa. They they got their guy I, I want to talk about New England, about their free agency. Oh, we're going to go right to them in a second. I'm just trying to see who else needs a quarterback like that. San Fran, that's the only other team. LA got Giants. Stafford. No. Yeah. The only other way I could see him doing it is him – you being a competition, not bringing Glennon because Glennon's like it's like the same thing as what's his face. That was here last season. It's just the veteran that could just go stand there. Uh, Colt McCoy, yeah, he's li- I would have liked to see Colt. I like Colt McCoy, like as not a player because he's ass, but like <laughs> as a guy, Colt McCoy is a phenomenal person, phenomenal leader, and a stand up guy for sure. Especially after the Seahawks sure. win, the way he went and spoke was phenomenal. The way he, you know, praised Daniel Jones, said he's a phenomenal quarterback. This at the other, the way he talked about the system, love the guy. Nothing but respect. Nothing but respect. Good guy. Yeah, you want diamonds in New England? Yeah, let's. There's let's two things that made a hell of a lot of moves. It's Houston also made a lot of moves. They did. So, but now going to New England, let's start from the top. Cam Newton. $2 million signing bonus, $1.5 million base guarantee. It was a base value of $5.1 million, $1.5 in total per game roster bonuses, $100,000 workout bonus, $8.5 million in incentives. So it's Surprise, worth up to a total of 13.6. Surprise, he came back, but now I'm thinking about it with the pieces he brought in. It makes sense. Because let's look at it. He didn't play good, especially looking at the film. He I still struggled. think he's washed up. I still think he's a little tad washed up. Not saying you're wrong, but it also didn't help. No, he's like, they didn't help. It's like you took like an already struggling option and made it a lot worse and compounded it with a defense that was missing a lot of people and a decent offensive line and zero, literally zero weapons. You're, if your best receiver running around there is Nikhil Harry, you got problems. Okay, well, I'm going to let's, let's keep uh, going. You through. Let's keep. Uh, you have Nelson Aguilar. I think worth it two years, 26. Sure. He could. I get you overpaid, but they have the money. Nelson Aguilar, if he plays at the level he did in Oakland, great. 
If he plays like he did in Philly, you've got a problem. But at the same time, we'll see. That's like a leave it on the back burner kind of situation. Bringing Kendrick Bourne, that was three years, 22.5. Low value. And they, and that one I think they – I'm not a huge fan of. I don't know. That's not a good one. I got to look a little that, bit that Kendrick one, Bourne, one, but I don't think that's he's worth 322.5. I've ever spent the Aguilar money, the Kendrick Bourne, the Kendrick Bourne money. 100% agree. The best contra- the best two, I think, in my opinion, are Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith. I love both of those. They overpaid a little bit on Johnny Smith, but I still think it's worth it, especially I love the three years, 37-5 on Hunter Henry, who I think is an absolute baller, one of the better guys in the league. Be so those two yeah. combined is them trying to recreate that killer duo per se with Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. So them, and especially the fact that Camden really succeeded in Carolina under a two tight end set. It was Greg Olson. who was number one guy in the, I forget who the other corner, uh, the other tight end was, but he really worked a lot. Let me see. I can tell you right now. The other guy. How the only one that comes to my head is Greg Olson. Like that's really. It was another guy. He didn't get as much reception, but he, they still ran a lot of tight, two tight end sets. Like, I was watching a little bit on it, but I don't remember his name. Okay, he just retired. Nice. I'll find another time, but they did run a lot of t- two tight end sets in Carolina because right. their best receiver was what? Ted Ginn? That year that they went undefeated? Mm-hmm. That was a number one guy who is yeah, literally, he's probably. like a John Brown. He, he's just a fast receiver with no hands. John Ross. John Brown, too. You know, I met John Ross. I know I met John Ross. But anyways, so that's like, I like these a lot. They bring in Trent Brown, get some offensive line, like that deal. That was what, a trade? That was a trade with Oakland. With a a five. That's a a good deal. For him and a seven, I'm taking that. You got Ted Karras, center, one year, four million. Sure thing. Boom. Yeah. DN Wise Jr., four, 30 million. Decent. Then you have what Davin got. I can't pronounce the last name. Devon God. Devon Godchow from Miami. All right, I pronounced that right. Godchow. Huh? Came from Miami. Yeah. Two years, the sixteen million. Yeah, Devon Godchow guaranteed. How do you feel about him? I don't know much about. This is a name that I recognize probably the least. Uh, good player. Uh, good in the run game. Uh, will offer nothing in the pass rush. Uh, not worth eight million per year. Not gonna lie. Uh. I'm not saying that because he signed for the New England. It's flat out just he's not worth that money. Uh, I respect that he got that money. He deserves it. But wait, hold Bait. on. You good there, kid? Everyone come tries to. Try I feel the same way. The don't room. you worry. Oh, my God. I tell people, hey, I'm recording here. And yeah, people oh, just, I get the same thing. It's all good. They don't appreciate the uh, the culture, you know. But but continuing before I continue with this, what I really saw the we'll most. Talk about Godchow. Oh, you're talking about Godchow. Continue about Godchow. My bad. I just wanted to finish up. Yeah, finish up. Yeah. Uh Yeah. He's not that. He's not a flashy player. And you know, I would if he was on if he was asked for like three four million, maybe I would consider bringing him back. But we have a lot better depth at the top, uh, defensive tackle, the the, the D line, and we brought in Adam Butler, so it made sense. Uh, and Adam, Adam Butler brings more to the pass rush, so yeah. Okay, that's fine. But before continue, more of their pay, their selection, not selections, their free agent signings here. 
the Patriots really looked like they just signed everybody under the sun for defense to add to what they already had and kind of see what sticks here. Like they know some of these guys aren't going to work out, but it's kind of like getting some value out of if half these guys work out phenomenal. They're going to have a real elite defense. It's a very, very deep defense. Yeah. Well, Patrick Chung just retired. So I didn't see that he retired. When did that happen? Uh, a couple hours ago. Where the, oh, I forgot I was doing that. Yeah. That's unreal because he is one of the better guys in the league, too. Like when he, his last season he played was what, 2018, 19? Yeah, because 2019, last year. He would, he's a real good player. He's a good That's player. That's a shame. Very good player. So, but they um, still have the, the twins and they still have. Dante What's his face? Dante Hightower, who they really miss, who is a real power guy. So I'd love to see him back. Then who else did they bring? They brought Montrevious Adams, D-line. One year, 2.5, sure thing. Well, 2.5 is nothing. We'll take it. Depth. Henry Anderson, two years, 7 million. Max value of 11. Sure thing. Now, for the beefier parts, Matt Judon, four-year, 56. People argue overpaid, but he's a guy that can go anywhere from the linebacker position to the ends. And it was a very versatile, especially in Baltimore, which fits perfectly with Bill wants. He's a pure Bill Bill check system guy. He's a good player. He's a good player. That's he's probably my favorite defensive signing that they have. Then Van Noy also he might be one, he might be one of my deal. favorite signs for them. Mm-hmm. I think the Van Noy is one. Signing. Van Noy is one of my favorite signs here. Two years, thirteen two. They basically rented him out to Miami. Worked out perfectly. They got a pick out of what a five for him. Yeah. Sure thing. Welcome back to Van, Van Noy. He's familiar with the system already. He's a plug in and play guy. Yeah. I'm going to miss Van Noy. I love Van Noy. Uh, I wish they restructured his contract. He's a leader. He's a leader. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they did let go of him. Um, oh, well. They, 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 have... structured the, they structured the contract where it's easy for them to get out of it. So. Then what? Justin Bethel. That's three years, six million. 2.75 guaranteed short thing. Three years, six is nothing. And Jalen Mills, I think his guy was a lot of a very high ceiling. Probably replaced Chung now, I assume. He got four-year 24. People argue that he's not that good. And I'm not saying you're not wrong, but he has potential as a young guy. So was I. How old is he, right? What is he? Is 26. Uh, yeah, I was right. Yeah. So still a young guy, has potential. A lot of these guys also elevate under Bill, who's a great defensive line. So see what he can learn under him, see what he can do. Obviously, he saw something in him to give for Bill to give him 424. He doesn't. We'll see. Yeah, well, Devontae Parker did absolutely just demolish him when they played against the uh, the Eagles a couple of years ago. Just so years he's enjoyed the, two years ago. But he's also he's gonna play more of a Safety role, so you're not going to see one on ones with Devontae Parker and James. Yeah, but he's just, yeah, but he's going to have flashbacks. So, what is he? What he face? Not going to Nam? Like he's not? It's not that real. No, Devontae you, Parker is also possibly not, but, washed. No, but, no, but they there's a lot more washed players on your uh, little Giants. So, uh, the New York Giants. Thank you very much. It was actually a good movie, The Little Giants. I know. I know. You guys beat the 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 scary old cowboys. That's it. I, I haven't seen that movie in years, so that's facts. It was a good movie though. Yeah. And then Nick Folk, okay. <laughs> he was our last that's a, that's a game changer right there. Oh, absolutely. 
know, Bill's loves Bill loves his kickers. Is that, was that all the signings? For that's him? all of New England. That was a lot. So here's all I'll say about New England here. There's a lot of desperation here for Bill. And he did not care. I absolutely do think it's desperation. Absolutely. He said he saw his former quarterback his first year win a Super Bowl without desperation. Absolutely. It's desperation. Absolutely. It's desperation. He said, screw it. I'm just going to throw a lot of money at these. He spent almost more. He spent more than half of what he spent his entire career because he's desperate to get back to the Super Bowl. I wouldn't call desperate, but he's like, this shit just got real because he's been able to win. So he's desperate. Desperate is not the right word. He's absolutely desperate. He he came off his his worst. He came off. He came off as one of his worst seasons in God knows how long. He knew this was going to happen. He knew they were going to be bad. But. Does that mean overspending for Nelson Aguilar or Kendrick Bourne? Yep. Does it mean for overspending on Devon Godchow and a bunch of these players? Yeah. Look, could they work out? Absolutely. But right now, it's desperate. Could and work out. I, I'm not. I'm not saying oh, big build. Like he obviously has the right to do this because he's a he's a legend. I'm not saying he shouldn't do it. By all means, he's how is he? 67, 68. He's at the tail end of his career. And I get and I get why he did it. I just think it's desperate, but I understand why he's doing it. That that's how I'm saying. Fair. I probably should have, I probably should have said that earlier in this desperate argument. However, I just think like okay, he signed a lot of players, but how many teams that have won the free agency Super Bowl have been good? M- maybe that 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 Rams team a couple of years ago. But that's really the outlier. Wait, say that again. What was that? Like, how many of the Super Bowl, like free agency Super Bowl winning teams that win, they win the free agency, they win the offseason. How good, how, how many of those teams were actually you know, good? A, I know this is biased, but you know, it was a real fair free agency line in 2016. The Giants go, go in what was considered a terrible free agency and overpay on a lot of guys, Olivier Vernon, Janoris Jenkins. And pan out somehow, flip it into three all first team all pro defensive players. Another like second team, the DRC. That was probably my favorite thing of all time. That team was so exciting to watch. But, okay, sure, but but it's it's rare. I'm more of a development guy, but you never know. The free agency is more of a like a, a touch off to an already good team, for sure. And I saw that with a bunch of Dolphins teams that. Just like the Cardinals did a, good, did a good job of that. Bring in AJ Green, bring in JJ Watt. I, I also have some things to say about the Cardinals. Just, I mean, what the one year six million for AJ Green? I'll take no, that any sure. day of the week. I get, I get that, but the thing is, that team still needs so much work. Oh no, they like, do need the, a lot of work. They need but, a lot of work. Although I will say that Ronnie Hudson trade, unbelievable. Good, good on them. Like that, he is one of the best. Exactly on, on that old line. Um, but they need a lot of work. You bring in JJ Watt, great. You bring in JJ Watt, okay, cool. You spend spend a little bit, a little bit of money on him. I wouldn't have paid him, but okay. But you lose Hassan Reddick, and he only getting eight. He's only getting eight million dollars for a year. Very I don't know about that. that. And also, you got Marcus Golden, two year, nine million. That's fine. Okay, you use Patrick Peterson. You're, you're, you're he's more of a leader. You're more losing him in a in a leading sense, for sure. 
sometimes it's like what did he sign for again? Uh he's I know he signed for Minnesota. I don't know how much the I'll check that right now. The term was, but uh but but it's like I guess you're you're getting one ten million when you're ten million. Okay. I think he's worth that to bring him back. Yeah, it's like you're getting rid of leadership and you're then you're bringing in leadership. Like I don't know. Like you're gonna lose Patrick Peterson, who's been there for years. Fitz Fitzgerald's been there for years, and you're gonna bring in JJ Watt, who's a veteran, but you know, doesn't know the whole culture of Arizona. I don't know. Yeah. It I'm I don't know. Not sure about the Cardinals. What is I'm interested to see how AJ Green fares. So I agree. Who do yeah. you think are the biggest names that are still available? So I think Galladay Kenny Galladay is the biggest one. I love I want to see him in New York so badly, man. It's unbelievable. And Juju. But, yeah, for sure. Jadavion Clowney is another one. You know, Mitchell Schwartz. Could, the ages is on the question. Like, Justin Houston, like T.Y. Jada- Hilton. Feels like Jadavion Clowney's name has kind of soured a little bit. It's kind of like it's not sour, but just it devalued a little bit. He was sure. so good coming out of college. He was out of South Carolina. That hit where he cleaned that guy's helmet off his head. He was unreal. Yep. But injuries have just plagued his career. Injuries, a little bit of and inconsistency. He's just, that's what I'm saying. Inconsistent, but that could also be to the injuries. But yeah, also he's just been inconsistent and just when he shows flashes, he just gets hurt. For sure. Chris uh, Carson, another one, Phil yeah. Lindsay that we mentioned. Malcolm Butler. I'm surprised he hasn't seen a contract somewhere. Well, he just got released. So still, yeah, uh, I feel like that's a guy that break up Richard Sherman is old and slow, so we'll see. I don't know. He could just retire, to be brutally honest. That's facts. Uh, yeah. Well, Sammy Watkins, 28. I don't think he'll go back to... It's crazy, though, because he was such a big prospect coming to the league, especially in his early year, but he hasn't top 700 yards in the season since 2015. That's wild. He's such yeah. a fast guy, but he was in Buffalo, right? Yeah, he was in Buffalo... Obviously, he was just recently with uh, Kansas City, so. You think Antonio Brown's going to get a contract somewhere? If it is, it's got to be Tampa Bay again. Otherwise, what do you think he's done? I think so. Golf, because I don't think anyone would want to take that baggage, only Tampa Bay, because he's going to play with Brady. And he was controlled pretty much the entire season. So. It's just, it just wouldn't work for anyone anywhere else. And he goes in the end, you know, he got his ring. We might just call it Fair. off in the sunset. He's who won't play him once already one time. But anyways, they want to take the fly on Cordell Patterson, bring in a special teams guy. I it's one of the better all time special teamers. That's true. But yeah, hey, I know Neil's another guy still only twenty six. That's a guy that's been unlucky. Unlucky. A lot of injuries. I I still think you take a flyer on him. He's 26. See what he could do. He's good when he's healthy. Yeah. You know what's just funny, man? Like, when we were making fun. Like, people were, were just not making fun, but just, like, confused when Kansas City released Eric Fisher 
and Mitchell Schwartz. And then they're like, oh my God, Mahomes is going to run around like a madman. And then what's going to happen? Oh, it's okay. They'll sign Joe Tooney and Kyle Long. They, they, they don't have a salary cap. They don't have a salary cap. Like they structure it all beautifully. They have it all balanced out into different years. So it all lines up amazingly. It's science. They killed it. And a lot of the yes. countries don't carry any dead cap. It's all it's it's insane. Yes. However, it's I saw this with when the Blackhawks were good in the NHL. They just said we and just did whatever the hell they want. Because they were they were they were so good, and they were because so the guys are willing to take cuts. Guys are willing to restructure and play with you, and it works out beautifully. That's what the Patriots did for the longest time. Oh, it was just so frustrating because like Joe Tooney was supposed to be like the guy, and who knows how much money he was going to get anywhere else, and what other teams were interested. But he goes to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, great. Do you think anyone else gives James Conner a chance? Probably. Probably I, I don't want him in Miami. Honestly, he's he's overrated in my opinion. Um, but someone will take a flyer on him. Great, he'll, great he'll take story. like a, he'll take like a one year, three, four, five million dollar deal somewhere. I feel like for sure, for sure. Great story, just didn't pan out. Bad yeah. offensive line. That offensive line, in, in you know, he kind of showed his like how good he actually is. You know. And then we got the draft coming up in a month. Um, really excited. We're gonna have oh, yeah. our, the two point. We'll probably put that for like like a week before the draft. So that's a good time frame. Obviously, you're doing a two point and doing a three point I can mess with before that. The mock draft. I can mess I with think that. Maybe next week we do a two point because I know exactly what I'm feeling now. The thing is, though, are we including trades? Because I really think Miami trades to the Falcons. But the thing is, like, I don't want to be like. Trading all over the place. I want to trade all over the place, and it's not even that. It's more or less like the fair value of like, because because I could easily be like, oh, the Dolphins trade down like a like a couple spots, and they'll take all the first round picks from whoever team they trade with, because (laughs) that's what I want. So (laughs) Miami has the what like in the franchise. It's like Miami has the one through seven first round picks. Well, that's that's you. That's, that is, that's no, you. that was the first year we did it because we imported this draft class. And what who would I pick with my first set of picks? I had Jamar, Tre- Trevor Jamar Lawrence, Chase. Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts. I was about to take um, Micah Parsons too, but you stole him from me. That would have iced out the entire he, he draft. Did, well, he didn't do anything, so it's fine. Yeah, because he played for your system. No, the game sucks. If you played in my system, forget about it. Well, obviously. And I, I signed Ju- and I got Justin Ross, and obviously he's not as good. I think I really think Darnold goes. I think he does go too. I, I think I think he does. And I think my um, let's say my excitement for Devontae Smith is really like he in my mind is slowly starting to fall in the draft. Yeah, for sure. Like his frame, it's not even the frame starting to concern me. I just. I'm starting now that we watch Game Pass 2, seeing other guys, not only that are currently in the league, but also now watching college plays. I think there's better guys. And I, you know who was my most slept-on receiver, I think, in the draft? I think Bateman is a baller yes. out of Minnesota. I think yes. he's an animal. Yes. If Miami goes in a different direction, at like three or whoever they draft first, 
That's a guy who I think Bateman at 29, guy. I think he'll take get taken early base available. I think he'd be ridiculously good on Green Bay. I forgot where, that, where I had him drafted in the first mock draft. Was it Green? No, it wasn't Green Bay. It was somewhere else. I forgot from the top of my head. No, it was it was Kansas City. I think I, I had Kansas City pick him. What are the chances you think that, let's say, you guys take Penny Sewell and go offensive line? Well, oh, are you saying, like, what are the chances? Yeah. Like, higher than when we made the, the first 1.0, I would say. Maybe, like, I don't know. If they stay at three, I think it's pretty high. You say if they say it's high that they take Penny? If they stay at three, then yeah, probably. Then what's the other pick at 18? There you could possibly get Uh, Bateman. That's not a terrible one or a defensive guy. The thing is, do you want want to come out the first round with a weapon? Well, Ideally, yes. Ideally, I could. I want to trade down, and I would love Jalen Wall. He's my number one. Jalen Wall is my number one guy. Mm-hmm. Number two, it's Kyle Pitts. That guy is an absolute. Freak. I think that's the thing. So I wanted the Giants to take him out if he's going to get left, and I think the Bengals, like Chris was saying, they're going to take him at five. Mister Insight, Mister Insider, man. And I think Trey Lance is surprisingly going to go high in this draft. I think. I. See. I think so too. I think Atlanta will take the jump on him. I had Micah, but I, I think that's probably not going to happen. There, there's going to be a few changes for sure in my mock. For sure. I'm like, I'm looking at the class right now. That's why. It's going yeah. to be interesting, let me tell you. Well, I think all, I, all the quarterbacks might just go in the top 10, like on some real shit. Not all, but like, I'm talking like, yeah, it's going to. Yeah, probably. Um, there, there was like that report. I think was it Adam Schefter that said like four of the top ten quarterbacks or like or four quarterbacks are going to go in like in the top five, I think, or something crazy. Obviously, it's a that's a big smoke screen for sure. And, oh, hundred uh, percent. Unless some one of those team one, uh, one team trades up with like Miami. So you think there's a chance? Let's say like the Broncos go out and get a quarterback. In free agency? No, no, in the draft. In draft? Probably. I would like, be I'm, talk, I'm talking about in the top. Like, there's, what, seventh overall pick or whatever that? Something like that. I don't know. Like, they've been really quiet. Like, really quiet. Right yeah, now. I don't. I haven't heard much from them. I, I don't know. If I was them, I wouldn't be happy with. A little. It's a little concerning. A little concerning. Um, they would say if if I was to say like what fits them, they they love those like big white guys. They love like a Mac Jones, Kyle Trask. I honestly completely forgot about Kyle. How, Trask. how tall is Mac Jones? How tall is how tall is Mac Jones? I don't think he's that tall, right? Um, well, look at pull it up. Let's we'll Oh, he's six three. Never mind. He's a big boy. I I thought he was a little. I thought he was smaller than that. Honestly, not gonna lie. Uh, I want to see Kyle Trask. Six three, uh, six five. Kyle Trask. Okay, we got our peak. That's it. Congratulations, New uh, Denver. You got him. 
Kyle Trask your new quarterback. It's done. What if Sam, Sam Fran seven. could take him? I won't be shocked because there's a lot of discussion with Garoppolo. Trail, I see Trey Lance going there, honestly. Shane will have some fun with a fun, we'll have fun with a guy like that for sure. For sure. Yeah. Hmm. This is I'm I'm so pumped. Like this is gonna be like the this will be a right now till the draft. Oh, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna hectic. Be great. It's gonna be great. Like my, last year, so my predictions are just everywhere now. Yeah, there's, there's gonna be some changes for sure in my mock for sure. So I'm, I'm very curious to see what's gonna happen. This this is exciting. Oh, I love it, love it. I I miss I miss football, man. I I, I miss it. A hundred percent. Yeah, because you know, right after the draft, just to be all everything this. is so exciting now. I know. I, I wish the XFL was still around. Wish the XFL was still around. Just to bridge some sort of gap. But want to watch fucking Canadian football? Come on. Although they're, they might be partnering with the XFL, so who knows? So. But yeah, good times, good times here in here in toast in the morning. Obviously, you know, you know it's what we do. What we do, man. And we got we got some good content in today. We get to hear, we get to see possibly a nice YouTube video over the next couple of days. See uh, our takes on these these hot college basketball games. I'm so excited. Are you, baby? And see me in my Rutgers jersey tomorrow night, depending on the outcome of that nine twenty <laughs> game. So you'll see it. We'll probably be recording around what like. 11 o'clock to be brutally honest probably i want you to like yeah yeah probably i'll win sure. yeah i think I'm, we can love excited. it excited well thank you for everyone for listening hopefully you get a lot you can see a lot more educated inside of takes now that we got our game pass we're an analytic crew now we are you are no scouts the, we got our fan favorite Chris Cassini back in here for the mock drafts as he loves talking, you know, big, big Tev and his, uh, you know, big Mike. He lives in a football household. Did you see how I comment on his Instagram? I got uh, which one, a big football analyst or something like that. Uh, <laughs> this post with big Mike. <laughs> but anyways, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Toast, any final closing remarks? Who is the guy?